Good day, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 37, a Christmas special of the Genesis Gems podcast. I am one of the co-hosts, Nick Stevens, and with me this time is... Hey, guys, it's Aaron. Aaron, and we have... I don't, I don't want to say a special guest. He's a guest that should have been here. I, I think I've been demoted to special guest. <laughs> demoted. <laughs> Associate host. Oh, yeah, yeah, guys. It's good to be back on here. I miss you guys. I promise I didn't uh, skip on purpose most of these most of the time. <laughs> Except for the Crystal Ponytail episode. Whatever. Yeah, well, I swear it was random, though. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> random. Yeah, it was that's a random pick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Since Sorry. I, I, you know, you might have to reintroduce me again, man. That's what I was thinking. Some of the, <laughs> some of the newer listeners might not know you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> who is this guy? Yeah, who is this weirdo? Coming on this podcast. <laughs> well, hey, I missed you guys. I really did. So what's been up? I'm sure that some of the listeners would like to hear from you. We, we have all these crazy chats about me getting my leg bit off by a dog <laughs> and Aaron, Aaron breaking up a World War III at the basketball courts. I mean, we got oh, a lot I heard of about that. Yeah, crazy really cool stuff. stories. Uh, well, for me, honestly, uh, just kind of gearing down for the baby to get here. Uh, uh, my, my son, uh, he is on the way. He should be here. Uh, his projected due date is next Wednesday, so... We've been just kind of getting the house ready for that. I st- I've still been recording uh, when we can. I've been uh, recording Winging It for the Retro Junkie Super Show page. And Josh and I, we've had some scheduling issues, but we've been trying to keep the Turtle Flakes show going as, as often as we can. But it- it's been it's been tricky. It's definitely been tricky, and it's only going to get a little bit more uh, tricky when the baby gets here. But Is it tricky to rock around? <laughs> to rock around. <laughs> That's right. It's tricky. Oh, it's you guys. Tricky. I almost missed you guys. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's good to be back. Good to be back, and hopefully, I can be back. Uh, you know, at least a little bit more often than just one episode out of five. If I mean, if you want me to, yeah, maybe two out of five. <laughs> might, be, might be the max. Two out of five ain't bad. <laughs> That's right. That ain't bad. <laughs> but I won't do that. You ever wonder what that was? Yeah, no. He he actually explains in the song what he won't do. It's just it's hard to tell because you hear the chorus and you're like, I'll do anything but that. But he explains, it's kind of a weird lyrical motif, but he explains in the previous section why he wouldn't do that. So what is that? It's It depends on the verse. I can't remember what it is, but it, it it's like, I would never cheat on you. I would never do this, blah, blah, blah. Like, I would never take you for granted, like that sort of thing. And he, and he talks about it. It's just, it's just, if you're not paying close attention to the lyrics, it's kind of a weird wordplay he's doing. Huh. I think my mind always wondered during the verse because I'd hear the chorus and I start thinking, I wonder what that is. That's I, start, I did the same thing. And I start thinking about all the stuff that I wouldn't do. That's that. So, <laughs> that'd be a good question. Oh, it's just an epic video. Wasn't it directed by Michael Bay? <laughs> Probably. I, no, I'm pretty sure it was. All action, no substance. Anyways, Michael Bay. <laughs> That's our Speaking new topic. of Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, don't That's give me more a topic for Turtle Flakes. <laughs> I love how Aaron, like, I was getting ready to make a comment. Like, I, I knew Aaron would know. That's why I asked, what was that? Because Aaron, he knows a lot about Sega, but I think he knows a lot about uh, music as well. So, mm-hmm. good stuff. He knows a lot ask about Aaron. Sega games. Yeah, ask Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And then uh, I think Nick knows a lot about uh, hot dogs with sauce, right? I do. But I'm <laughs> like mean, in uh, the minority. Chili dogs? I know, I know. I'm in the minority on that. There's like a whole. I, I put a I put an article in one of the threads on our Facebook page about the hot dog sauce phenomenon. So we don't call it chili because there's no beans in it, so it's uh, not chili. So that makes you sense. know what we call that? We call that northern chili. Northern chili. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. But if you got if everyone gets a chance um, and you like that show, uh, I always 
mix up the order of this title, but the diners, dives, and drive-ins, whatever that is. I think I said that wrong. But uh, the guy for everything, he actually did a uh, special. Um, it's like 20 minutes down the road from where I live at Hillbilly Hot Dogs. And uh, they, they'll, they'll school you on how to make hot dog sauce. So, that's where it's at. I'm going to be making some sauce. No, I'm going to be making some salsa. Salsa. I'm going to have a festivist party this weekend. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. That so rest of I'm us. making guacamole. I'm making salsa. I'm yeah. making uh, some pico, pico de gallo. Oh, the best. So, yeah. Yeah. Sounds Perfect. great. Very seasonal. That's cool. I just um, just threw a kind of a Christmas party for uh, my team. I'm a supervisor where I work. And uh, we kind of ordered in some Mexican stuff like that and had all that, all the fixings, the pica de gallo and the guacamole. Love that stuff. Oh. Awesome. I'm hungry now. Yeah, gosh. me too. Yeah. All right, let's, let's just skip the uh, show. and Secondary. Let's just part, go get about, part of Christmas is, is just talking about food, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and eggnog. Got to have eggnog. Oh, oh I love some eggnog. Yeah, oh. I do too. <laughs> all right, guys. I like, I like this. This is fun. There's winging it, right? All right. Well, if you guys would like to find us on the internet anywhere, you can check us out on our website at www.genesisgemspodcast.com. We are on Facebook at facebook.com slash genesisgemspodcast. Join our Facebook group. That's where all the great interaction happens at facebook.com slash group slash genesisgems. You can send us an email at genesisgemspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at gengems. Go to iTunes, subscribe, give us a five-star review. We are on Stitcher, and we are part of the Retro Junkies at theretrojunkies.com. Wow. You're getting so good at this. Yeah. It gets a little better every time, you know? You're like a car salesman. Jeez. I, I actually have it recorded, and I, I just play it. Are we yeah. just talking to a recording? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a robot. I'm a synth. I've been playing a lot of Fallout 4. I'm a synth. Watch out, y'all. <laughs> well, I'm a geth. A geth, Ooh. yes. Oh, the oh, geth. Oh. Yeah, yeah. What was the one called? Legion? Was that his name? Yeah, Legion. Oh, man. Awesome, because... That was he, a cool character. He thought uh, he, he wasn't just one. It was yeah, a many. Yeah. So, the we, yeah. So, it was... Legion from Mass Effect 2. Yeah. My favorite of the series. I love 2. Oh, is that right? Yes. Wow, I didn't I didn't know that. that I think uh I'm a 3. So fan. far it's my favorite. I yeah, I'm really enjoying 3, but it, you know, it's um it's not Sega. Oh, sure. But it could sure. be. That's all right. <laughs> I, like I wish a, it was. It's a modern day Starflight. It it is. It is. <laughs> we'll just say that. Well, guys, um we will not be following the typical format today. Uh so listeners, just kind of kind of hang on. We're we're ba- we're mainly kind of doing more of a Christmas show. Uh, we we definitely want to go back. We we had an idea of kind of recapping some of our favorite moments of this podcast. You know, we're on episode thirty-seven. We've had a lot of a lot of different guests. We've covered a lot of ground. Really cool skits. Uh, just a lot of fun times. So we'll we'll be going over that a little bit, and then we also are going to share some of our favorite Sega Christmas memories. And then we also have lined up a few of your favorite Sega Christmas memories from the Facebook page. So we definitely want to recognize those. Um, you know, just of course, we're doing a podcast about a Sega console. Sega was probably a big part of all of our childhood. Um, I know for me it was. I have a few really fun stories to tell that I was kind of re- reminiscing today as I was, uh, when I was driving to and from work. So kind of excited to talk about that. But um, yeah, so we're going to do that. We're not going to be doing any Sega snippets this week. Uh, I going to be kind of different. It's one of the first times we haven't played the cool uh, segment music, so I'm going to be a little sad when I go to edit this. Probably a little easier, probably a little easier to edit, but that's all right. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, guys, I, I, I think we can just start uh, with some of our favorite memories of the podcast, and then we'll just jump right into the, uh, into the Christmas memories. But I kind of want to, uh, want to preface this of, of how this podcast started. Uh, r- real, real neat story. Um, it kind of started just through Rob and I interacting through the Retro Junkies Network. 
I don't even think we called it the Retro Junkies Network at the time. It was basically just just to your podcast. So I had I was starting a podcast with my my best friend Ryan, uh, the '90s Entertainment Show, which we haven't recorded a show in a year. We are talking about bringing it back, so don't don't you all get scared. But um, I kind of reached out to Rob and said, "Hey, uh, if, you, if you wouldn't care to share my Facebook page on yours, because I like your all's podcast, blah blah blah." And um, you know, he, he seemed to really like the the premise of our show, and we we you know we kind of started chatting. And I think after a couple episodes of of uh, '90s Entertainment Show, we actually talked to each other on the phone. Which I was—I'll be honest, Rob, Rob, I was extremely nervous about that phone call. <laughs> it was the first bro date. <laughs> it was exactly, the first it, it was, and, and it was magic. It was magic. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's different because um, I, I had listened to about three or four year olds of your all's podcast, you and Landon. And uh, so it was, it was, it was kind of almost like a starstruck kind of thing. Because I'm like, oh, man, I love this. I'm, I'm not kidding. I mean, at, at the time, now, now you're just a hoser. But, 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 but um, at the time, I mean, it was just so cool. I'm like, I'm talking to a guy that I listened to a podcast. I, I mean, that was just awesome. And I, I was just as excited when you all read my uh, emails and stuff on your show. That's but, awesome. Um, yeah, Rob and I just started chatting. And uh, yeah, he had the idea of Genesis Gems. The, the title and everything was all Rob's idea from the get-go. Oh, well. You know. And he, he was just kind of like, hey, you want to you do this with me? Of course, I wasn't going to say no. This is Rob <laughs> Luther, you know? Oh, right, right. So, so we uh, that, that's kind of how the Genesis Gym started, and of course we um, partnered up with er, in the early days with Derek Slayton. He had just finished writing the uh, Sega Master System Encyclopedia, I believe was the title. I have a copy of it. It's a great, great uh, encyclopedia, and, and Derek Derek's a very knowledgeable guy. So we we actually started that podcast. Uh, I think we did about seven, seven, maybe six or seven episodes with that line. Yeah, I think you stopped. Uh, I think the last one you did with him was episode five. Okay, Technocop. Yeah. Techno cop. So we 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 did that, and uh, and we kind of. I don't know if we ever. I don't think we ever decided to ever kill off the gems. It was one of those things we always knew we'd come back to. So after that, we got Landon and Josh on on board, mm-hmm. and then it kind then it kind of died out again. And I I really missed it. So that's when I kind of brought back the idea of having a rotating guest, and then of course Rob joined back in, and then we've kind of um, been doing that ever since. It was real cool because Aaron was a was a guest on our uh, X Mutants episode. That's right. That yeah. That's right. Episode eleven. Episode eleven, exactly. And uh, I, I'll never forget because I, I was trying to part of the, what I was doing with the rotating uh, chair. I was trying to get to know the guys in the, in the network a little better. Uh, I felt kind of distant. I, I, we all talked, and so I, you know, Aaron came in, and then Adam came in. Michael Kelso and I did. A, I think that was the first podcast he and I ever did together. So um, it was real cool, but I remember just Aaron being on that show and just really clicking with him real well. So that mm-hmm. when Rob took that uh, break a while back, I mean, Aaron was the first person to come in my mind, and I'm I'm so glad he's here to to stay for the long run. <laughs> Definitely. So, that's kind of a short summary of of how how this all started. And um, do you have anything to add to that, Rob? I know you 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 were you were on the other side of being Mr. Big Shot, Mr. Star. Oh was, yeah, right, yeah, right. The, it's so it's amazing to see like the different perspectives because the way I remember it was. Uh, I was a huge fan of your show, and I remember I think you had reached out to me, uh, and that's that's the beauty of it. Landon and I had just started the Retro Junkie Super Show. We just started trying to figure out what the heck we're doing because a huge inspiration for me was the Retro League. I love the Retro League. I listened to them for years before, you know, pitching the idea to Landon. Hey, why don't we why don't we just kind of do kind of a laid back show? And I I admit, and this is. Something that uh, I've kind of struggled with. I I don't know a whole lot about classic games. I mean, I really don't. I I love the games that I have. I love to play games. But as far as knowledge goes, I don't have a lot of it. So I always kind of had that insecurity, you know, with with our show, you know, the Retro Junkie show. Like, okay, I don't know enough about games to 
I, I, I don't know. Like, you get the imposter sensation, right? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kind just of. an imposter. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> for, for Nick to say he listened to the Retro Junkies and was like, Starstruck, it's like, get out of here. No way. <laughs> but it, I think that's so cool, you know, how sometimes, you know, our insecurities, we see them or we think about them, but no one else really notices them. I don't know. We're our own worst enemy sometimes. And I remember it was like after the second or third episode, Nick reached out to send us an email or something like that. And he, and he was telling me an idea for his show. And I thought that was the coolest idea for a show. And I remember listening to the first episode of his show. And I was me like, okay, his show's better than ours. <laughs> I doubt it. Gosh, that, that first show was a train wreck. Our, 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 our editing, there's all this echo. and yeah. Hey, just because you recorded in the bad cave, it's... All right. <laughs> it exactly. was. It was pretty. It was Ryan's man cave. Right. <laughs> but you know, those first few episodes of any show you start, you, you're you're just trying to figure out the the tricks for editing and everything. And uh, I, I listened to the first few shows of the Retro Junkies one time, and the audio was all mixed up. The levels are all messed up. Uh, I don't know what it was, but uh, golly, I think, I, that's what, I think that's what drew me so much to your all show because y'all just kind of reminded me of myself because i laugh at everything and you all are making the cheesy jokes like i like and uh, that's awesome that i mean that really blows me away that you know because i have just like you with you aaron like i have so much respect for you guys it's kind of cool that you yeah. know we all kind of have our own i guess strengths and we all add something to the table but uh yeah like i i can tell i can give you a quick example like you guys have covered sports games on genesis gems and my knowledge of sports games only goes so far as like the ones the couple that I played as a kid, and then like the like the crazier ones, like the Road Rash and the Skitchin, <laughs> and you know like just the like Mutant League football, like that sort of thing. Like the the the, the normal ones, I didn't play so much of. I wasn't that much of a sports kids a sports kid, so I was happy to hear you guys cover that stuff because we don't have hockey down here. Like we we have like a minor league hockey team. I'm surprised we have that. <laughs> so, you know, we we have the the rampage. I've been to one of their games. It's great, but it's like I didn't really get to grow up with hockey. Uh, so I think the first time I played it on Sega Genesis, like that was my first initial like, oh wow, I I've heard of Wayne Gretzky, and now I can actually play it on my Sega, and that's all I know. <laughs> So yeah, no. You, so you guys definitely brought a, a new perspective for me. And see, that's that's the beauty of it. I, that's what I love. I mean, I think we all, especially now, like I think Genesis Gems has finally, I'd say probably the last ten or fifteen episodes. You know, Genesis Gems has hit its stride. I I think like of of what the show can be. I really am a big fan of what the show has has become. Um, you know, especially sometimes, you know, on the outside looking in, when I listen to the show, I'm like, wow, this is such a good show, you know, and uh, I'm proud of Genesis Gems. And I have to admit, when we first started out, it was kind of like, I don't want to say I was the leader, but I had more of like Nick's role now. You know, it was it was kind of like an idea that I had, and I had, all, I had gotten it from Ferg uh, with the Atari 2600 show. I said, I'd love yeah. to do a game-by-game podcast, and Nick and I had talked about this. And I was like, well, why don't we do a game-by-game -game Genesis podcast? And the first run, again, like, I guess I I don't know if I was considered the main co-host of that one. I don't know. But the first two times, my biggest flaw as a podcaster is I'm way too inconsistent. Like, I have so much, uh, I have so much of a struggle with time management. And I just couldn't juggle because at the time we were doing the Wretched Junkies full-time, Turtle Flakes full-time, and then Genesis Gems full-time. And uh, I believe I was editing all three at that time. <laughs> uh, and I just, I couldn't do it. 
and I, I would burn myself out. It was a shame. I dropped the ball after episode five, and then I dropped the ball again after, what was it, uh, Sonic Spinball. I think that was the last one, and then you decided to bring the show back. And when you became the main guy, the show succeeded. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Sorry. No, I mean that. I, and I, I mean that with complete joy and you know respect because like now it's like here was the original vision that I think we have we had for the show. It's finally happened, and it just it just took changing things up a little bit. But I, I'm proud of what the show's become. And it's so funny how I've sh- I think I've shared this before, and I know I've shared it on the Retro Junkies when uh, we did that a long time ago with. Uh, Josh Landon and, and and you um the whole the whole reason the whole reason I even listened to the Retro Junkies Super Show and found it on iTunes was because of a picture of Axel and Max from Streets of Rage because we haven't covered it yet but most people know Streets of Rage Two is one of my favorite games of all time so I'm 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 looking for new I was just getting into retro gaming podcast I had li- listened to a lot of retro knots uh, of course Factory Sealed was one of my big inspirations to start a podcast too but I was flipping through there and I'm like oh wow someone who likes Street Streets of Rage Two I might want to give this a listen and it's just funny that 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 one decision in my life back in 2013 has introduced me to some of my best friends, you know, that that's I have. Awesome. And I think that's so cool that a Sega game, you know, some of my favorite characters from a Sega game is kind of what brought this for me all together. And I've actually met a lot of y'all personally. And one of these days, I, I hope I can get to meet Aaron. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah no, so. that would be awesome. I, I would definitely like to meet you guys sometime. Well, I mean, I mean I, it, it, oh, sorry, man, I don't mean to cut oh, you no, off, no, but no. to get super no, sappy, no. Uh, it, it's just like, you know, I feel like I already know Aaron, you know, uh, even though I've not even met him in person. Like, I, I, I can already tell, heck, I, you're on like a million different podcasts, man. <laughs> you know, I just, I yeah, feel like, like I need to stop. This is terrible. <laughs> no, no, no. But see, I feel like I've, I know you guys. I mean, I, I consider you all friends and you guys, especially when, when, uh, you know, my, my dad had passed away. I mean, you guys were so good to me, you know, and my family. And I just, stuff like that is, the main reason why I'm so proud of the network, I'm so thankful that podcasting, because two years ago, I, I, or I guess about two, two and a half years ago, I never thought any of this stuff would happen. And here we are now. It's, it's uh, really kind of turned into a great thing. I totally agree. And, you know, I don't think, I mean, we, we live in different places, so it's, it's kind of hard to fathom that we would have met otherwise. So it's awesome that, you know, podcasting kind of brought us together. And now we've kind of got a, a family of, of podcasters and, just really neat guys. And, you know, I've been able to meet uh, the co-hosts, my, my co-hosts on Retro Obscura uh, at different points. And it was really cool. You know, it's just, it's awesome to meet people you talk to and converse with almost every day uh, online. And it's just, it's different uh, to, to meet them in person and just to see what they're about. And, you know, I haven't met uh, someone who, who freaked me out or... <laughs> weird to be out yet so I, i'm good you know as long as you're cool online and you're cool in person i'm set that was always my biggest fear because I, <laughs> I, I never forget when we uh when my wife and i went down to the first retro mania um and i was kind of nervous because i'm like i just i just know these guys from the internet i don't i don't want this is, this is gonna be weird isn't it trish and it was real funny because uh i know my wife trish and uh rob's wife and landon's wife all kind of got together and we're having fun and yeah <laughs> it was just like wow this is interesting <laughs> you know? so oh yeah was, yeah was... my wife adores your wife she does <laughs> so that, that was just really cool how that that worked out so and i know even before the podcast started my wife jumped on and was asking rob about the baby so, <laughs> and, and she finally got to say hi to aaron i've been you know gushing over aaron to her I was like yeah this is an awesome guy we talked to yeah he knows a lot so, about Seggy games <laughs> yeah, yeah that's right <laughs> she's like that's i know a- him 
she's like, she says, that's a very important life skill. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> but no, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's like bow hunting and uh, <laughs> computer hacking. Computer and- hacking skills. Yeah, you know. Numchuck <laughs> skills. You know, skills. But um, So, Aaron, you mentioned on the last episode um, kind of how you got interested into the retro junkies. Do you want to dive into that a little bit more? I, cause sure, it, it kinda, yeah. It, it, I talked a little bit about it. Um, so basically, I'd been a fan of the well, I'd been a fan of Retro League, but I was also a fan of the Retro Gaming Roundup podcast, which had been around since gosh, I think two thousand eight, two thousand nine years. They're still going strong, and uh, I had gone over to their forums and I'd met a whole bunch of people there. And uh, one of those people in that forum was on a podcast. Uh, called Stock in the Retro, and that was Willie. And uh, if you don't know Willie, that's William Culver. Uh, he went by Focus RS back then. But he is just, he's one of the coolest guys you'll ever talk to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he does a bunch of podcasts about a lot of pre-crash systems like the ColecoVisions podcast now, uh, the Fairchild Channel F, uh, now the, the Vectrex. And, you know, just, just a very nice guy, very generous and uh, he's the one who kind of introduced me into the the retro junkies uh, retro junkies network because uh he had uh i think arcade usa became part of the network and at that point i think i was just getting into some of the podcasts on the network uh you know like the retro junkies super show and then uh 90s entertainment show and then finally uh two dudes in an s and so I, I kind of got to know everybody before I was even in a podcast in the network. And you know, I just started becoming a regular listener and just trying to, con- just trying to say hi to everybody and, I guess, uh, um, be annoying and contribute my knowledge. Whatever. <laughs> no, it's great. But, uh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So one, one interesting that, thing that happened was uh, I know Willie had introduced me to, to you, Rob. And at some point, I know uh, I, I guessed it. I was already on uh, one podcast, but I switched over to Retro Obscura. Uh, same, same thing where it was like episode 11 or something. I guessed it, <laughs> and they brought me back like the next episode. Uh, and, and so I became a co-host on there, and I'd already had some podcasting experience. And I was just like, you know what? It would be nice to be a part of a network. I know we're already like a, a clean podcast. We're family-friendly. And so I talked to Willie and said, hey, yeah, the Retro Junkies would be a perfect fit for you guys. And so that's when I uh, talked to Rob and I said, hey, Rob, listen to our podcast. It's family-friendly. I think you'll like it. Oh, gosh, I remember this. No way. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I think I would messaged you and I was just like, let me know if we can be part of the network. Or just like crossing my fingers like he's going to. He's going to hate this. And, and no, you, you're like, oh, I really like it. So, you know, you guys are definitely in. You got my vote. Oh, that's I was awesome. Like, Thank you. Like, I, and I really appreciated it. And so, you know, they, it just went from there. I just started building friendships and getting to know everybody uh, in the the pos- uh, in the network. I said the posse. <laughs> <laughs> Retro junkies Yeah, posse. the posse of podcasters. <laughs> and then I started learning about this whole... Uh, uh, hoser thing, and I just... <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I don't know where that even started. To be honest with you, I have no idea. But oh, I know it came from uh, what's that movie called? I forget. Oh, Strange Brew. Yeah, Strange Brew, and then SCTV. Yeah, well, we started that I think on like early on. Well, I remember 
Lana and I, we, we love Bob and Doug and everything. And we started that, I don't know, right before the show, we were quoting it a lot. And I think on the first episode, we, we kind of weaved that in. And then it just kind of, <laughs> we, we decided to make it an ongoing joke. And now it's, a lot of people that who don't Stick know. On a life of its own. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people who don't know that I'm from Jersey, they think I'm from, you know, Canada. <laughs> I thought you were when I first heard the podcast. Like, oh, take Canadian. off, you hoser! Yeah, take off. I think the f- first thing I saw was uh, I, uh, one thing I saw was someone had had posted. Uh, I don't know if it was Josh. They posted a picture. It was like from a Ninja Turtles comic, and it just said "take off," <laughs> like one of the Ninja Turtles saying "take off" or something. See, they're Canadian too. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's kind of my introduction, and then um, I eventually started getting to hear the Genesis Genesis podcast because I absolutely love the Sega Genesis, and it's you know one of my cherished memories as a kid. And so having a game by game podcast for one of the systems that that was near and dear to my heart was just amazing, and uh, I couldn't be happier being part of this podcast. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We're we're. I mean, when when Rob kind of took his his uh. That, that kind of leave for a little while. I yeah, I said I, I'm going to bring Aaron on just to kind of fill the void for a little while. Are you cool with that? And when Rob came back, I'm like, hey, hey, Rob, I really like this guy. I want to keep him around full time. So it was, <laughs> and and, and there's not even a not even a second guess on that. So yeah, we we definitely love having Aaron here. Yeah, for sure. It's, it was just easy. I mean, the first few times I podcasted with with some people I don't know, I was a little nervous, and and, and then it, then it got okay. But with Aaron, it was just like, hey, this is cool. Yes, easy, <laughs> easy to talk to. So it was just kind of natural. I think. Oh, absolutely. Like I, I think sometimes you just know when you you click with a co-host or some something like that, and uh, you know, and when it feels natural and it's it's fun. I I don't know. I I think that's when you 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 definitely hit some some magic there, and. Uh, and it's always uh it's been always uh awesome to have you there Aaron. now Nick on the yeah. other hand he's not so much <laughs> oh man he's a takeoff yeah <laughs> I do. major Jose. But then uh, who would run the show ah uh, <laughs> don't want me to do that again who would edit the podcast <laughs> yeah yeah right <laughs> oh wow i appreciate you guys yeah you too and nick man. i'm i'm just kidding oh gosh yeah i, I don't kidding. you know me i got thick skin you can make fun of me all you want all right guys uh, i i think I had written down some. Uh, I kind of went back and just kind of flipped through the uh, the episodes of of our of our podcast. You know, starting with episode one, which was Altered Beast, and just all the way through, and kind of writing down some of my favorite memories, favorite skits, and things like that. Uh, one of my favorite things, and and the reason it's, I don't want to sound conceited, but um, it was my impersonation of Ultimate Warrior. Oh, I was going to mention that <laughs> on episode four, only because I I. I was so nervous to do that. I never did anything goofy like that on the podcast. Yeah. Really? And I, I, you know, I, I remember. Well, I, I remember how that happened. Rob and I were actually, like, Rob, Derek, and I were actually done recording, and Derek had hung up, and uh, I just started acting stupid, you know, <laughs> acting like Ultimate Warrior. And Rob's like, well, "Why don't you read this interview that he did?" And I was like, "Okay." And it actually came out. I sounded more like Hulk Hogan or Macho Man than I did Ultimate Warrior. Well, it made me laugh. <laughs> oh, it was, it was kind of crazy. I'm I'm actually going to put that clip in now so everyone can hear that. I think we'll just do that this episode. If we have a favorite memory of something, we'll just kind of go to that clip so everyone can kind of reminisce. But, yeah, enjoy my impersonation of the Ultimate Warrior. I was sitting in a capsule from a place long from here, and I came here for one reason, to attack and keep coming. Not to ask, but just to give. Not to want, but just to sit. Send the power of the warrior down everyone's throat to WWF till they become sick of it. Well, you're going to get sick of it because this freaking nature right here 
is just the beginning to swell. And when I get big enough, brother, there ain't gonna be room for anybody else but me and all the warriors floating through the veins and the power of the warrior. This is something I almost forgot about until I flipped through it. And not not saying this episode was uh, not memorable, but uh, Josh's song he wrote for Crewball, he uh, he did a Home Sweet Home, a parody Home Sweet Home <laughs> from Motley Crue and titled it Score High Score. That was beautiful. I mean, he, he poured his heart into that song. <laughs> How about you guys? Do you have anything that sticks out? Uh, you know what? I was going to say that, and I was also going to say the dying cat sound of X-Men. <laughs> uh, I was going to say one of my absolute favorite things was the NBA Jam Rap. Oh, oh yes. thank you. Thank you. Kicking it yeah. with Pippen gets me every time. <laughs> <laughs> every time I hear the name Scott, like I was listening to the Shaq podcast a while back, and he, um, Shaq and Scotty Pippen had a little bit of a feud and every time i heard scotty pippen i thought of that song every time so funny it's me every time <laughs> i busted that out uh landon never heard it before and i, I busted out like the first verse for him oh, he's sweet. and he thought i made it up on the spot i, I should have said yeah and if uh if any of you listen, if you listeners haven't heard that we'll put that in right now welcome to nba jam Well, I look through the window, but all I see is another rainy day of monstrosity. Got a TV to my left and a shelf to my right, but the game I want to play is nowhere in sight. Scrambling through my drawers and under my bed, even found my lost copy of Bill and Ted. Ain't gonna stop, do whatever I can to get my daily dose of NBA Jam. At the buzzer, he's heating up, he's on fire! I know I shouldn't panic, I know I shouldn't whine, but kicking in with Pippin gets me every time. Resigned, I turn on TV, and lo and behold, what do I see? Two basketball legends from 93, by the names of Reggie Miller and Derek McKee. With a pep in my step, controller in hand, it's time to ball it up with NBA Jam. NBA Jam. NBA Jam. And then, uh, wasn't uh, the Chester Cheetah episode, wasn't that where Snailed It came from? It was. Oh, I wrote that down too. Yeah, because it wasn't one of the enemies of Snail. And I'm always saying Nailed It. Um, If you guys watch The Office, Andy, the Nard Dog, he's always going, (laughs) Nailed It. That's like one of my favorite things in the world. So I was constantly saying that. I think Rob actually said, Nailed It. Snailed It. (laughs) 
So and that that's, that just seemed to stick from that episode. I think uh, you're right, man. That's and funny. And I ripped out I, I ripped out the bass line from that song. That do 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 do. See, you like that game. <laughs> no, I don't. You do. That, ba- that baseline was sweet. Though. Think about how uh, you know monumental that episode was for the show. <laughs> you like the game. Some of, some of the listeners even give me a hard time. I think it was Matt Daly who put a picture of uh, someone who was selling their entire Genesis collection. I was like, wow, so, you know, since you guys want to buy that for us, I'll give me a hard time. <laughs> and he wrote, he wrote in a comment underneath it that said, oh, what are you saying, Nick? You just want the Chester Cheetah CIB. Oh! Like, oh. <laughs> Got me. Got me. Snailed it. Snailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's cool. It's it's amazing. Like I'm looking through the list right now, and I can think of at least one or two things from every episode. I can remember every <laughs> single one. But gosh, to pick out some, I always like the Road Rash episode. See that first episode, I remember being a little nervous. Yeah, uh, I remember that, but I think like our second episode, we kind of loosened up a little bit. Um, but even the first episode, there were some pretty funny parts. Like I, I like when we all did our rise from the grave. Uh, <laughs> Impressions and Derek. Oh, your rise from the grave impressions were great. Yeah, and with the Derek, lightning bolts. Everyone was a little different. <laughs> Derek nailed it. I mean, Derek absolutely. <laughs> He's just got that voice. That authoritative Zeus voice. Yeah. He's got yeah. it. Yeah. I never had the Zeus voice. We got to hear everyone's impression of the rise from your grave, right? Can everyone do that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's mine. Rise from your grave. That's pretty good. That's about yeah. 7 out of 10. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> All right, Nick, you got to go, man. All right, this is probably going to be like a 2 out of 10. Are you ready? Go. Rise from your grave. <laughs> you sound kind of like Homer Simpson there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Derek, give it a try, man. <clears throat> Get my voice going here. Rise from your grave. You sound very distinguished, actually. <laughs> Both of you guys get a seven. I'm going to give myself about a three. <laughs> uh, like, I also liked his introduction for the Rambo 3 episode. And, Nick, do you do you remember we had to re-record Rambo 3? Yeah, I do remember yeah. that. Yeah. From Isn't the, that the best? That's when you know you've made it. And, and I, can, I can remember some of this. I think he started with, like, from the rise of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Movie-based video games. And it was just like, I, I love that little, yeah, it was great. And then I added in an explosion sound effect just for dramatic effect. <laughs> Ever since the dawn of time, there has been one universal truth in video games. If the game was based on a movie, it was going to be terrible. From the E.T. game that was so bad it was buried in the desert, to Total Recall making players wish they could visit Recall so that they could have their memories wiped. Movie games were downright painful. Then, at the beginning of the 16-bit era, a most unusual and unexpected thing occurred. A game on a movie was released, and it was good. And that game was Rambo 3. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, uh, I remember we were halfway through that episode, and... Uh, Nick, I felt so bad. Nick's talking about his memories. I don't know. We were following the format. We were halfway through the show, and I realized I'm not recording. And I'm like, hey, Nick, Nick, Nick. And he's like still talking. I was like, hey, Nick, Nick. And I was like, dude, I'm Wait, so sorry. Wait, that brings up a good point. Nick, are you recording right now? Yes, sir. Oh, <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that, that thing automatically starts when I, when I Skype. Uh, yeah, for, for hosers like us, thank goodness for that feature. <laughs> we're having a good time regardless. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, gosh, what else? Wait, so what, one thing I wanted to mention. Have you ever had a conversation on Skype and you wondered if someone was recording it for a podcast? <laughs> oh. it, was like it, just, it was just flowing like it was a podcast or something. It's like, is someone recording this? Is this a podcast? <laughs> yes, I have. Or like, uh, or like I've had, um, I was interviewing someone, but I just want to do like some pre-interview, like, you know, just to kind of loosen them up. And then like they're answering like all these questions like, no, we need to save this for the interview thing <laughs> <laughs> oh i did want to mention one other thing um 
I really liked it when you guys had the what was it, the the two dudes on the the battle toads. Oh yeah, yeah. So that was one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah. Was it battle toads and double dragon? Yep. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, this time last year too. The Christmas special. Which when when Rob actually shared that memory on on his Facebook page, and I started listening to the beginning of it. And I I love that Rob, how you edited the uh, like the Christmas music, and it kind of did like like that screeching like, <laughs> and it kicked, it kicked right into that sweet uh, stage one that Daniel Tidwell does. It's actually our outro music now. <laughs> Well, well, if it isn't the Genesis jerks. Well, if it isn't the 8-bit dimwits. So what is it you punks want? No, what do you want? You're the ones who challenged us. We wouldn't waste our time. Getting beat, you mean? Guys. Clearly you guys would cheat. Oh, take off. You're the ones with the game, Genie. I saw you. I saw... Guys, don't you see? You've been set up. Who's this hose head? That's my bro. He's my backup, just in case you guys try anything funny. Psh! Fellas, it's obvious that someone else set this whole thing up. Look, it's freezing out there. What do you say we head inside to this old arcade and iron this all out? Fine. Fine. Whatever. No, you whatever. Whoa, why are all these arcade machines shut down? Beats me. Hey! There's a tape player over there. Hey, and a note. You guys want me to read it? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Go for it. Okay. Play. Hello, two dudes. Hello, Genesis Gems. You're probably wondering why you're here in an abandoned arcade on a snowy winter's night. You see, I too am a gamer. An arcade gamer. I grew up playing these games you see around you now collecting dust. I worked here, in this very place. I practically grew up here, popping quarter after quarter into these machines. People crowded around me and cheered when I set my high score on that old Galaga machine. I broke my first joystick, playing that Kubrick cabinet over there. Heck, I even had my first kiss after reaching the kill screen on that Donkey Kong machine in the back. Uh, what's his point? My point here is this. If it weren't for home consoles, I'd still be a legend here. I'd still be on top. Both an arcade and pinball wizard. But no! Home consoles had to ruin everything. People wanted to stay home and play Super Mario Brothers or Sonic the Hedgehog. People stopped coming to the arcades, and I lost it all. My job, my fame, and my kill screen Donkey Kong girlfriend. From then on, I swore I'd get my revenge on home consoles. And that's why you're here. Both of your shows represent everything I can't stand about console gaming. So I've devised a little plan. 
I have a little game here called Battletoads and Double Dragon. It just so happens that it was ported to both the NES and the Genesis. I have two TVs, one with an NES and the other with a Genesis. It's your job to convince the listeners of which port of this game is truly superior. I just hope you all don't destroy each other in the process. <laughs> we have to brag on Daniel Tidwell because he, I, I remember seeing that uh, video up on Facebook because that was a, one of the songs for his new, his latest album. Now I know he's working on a fourth one now, um, but I was like, man, that is a jam. And I said, uh, would you mind if we use this for Genesis Gems? And then sure enough, I found out like a couple weeks after that, we were going to be covering Battletoads. I said, hey, great. So I asked him if we could include in the show, and he was totally fine with it, as long as, you know, we gave him the credit. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that, that, I thought that was a cool kind of intro for the show. But, uh, man, I love, I love that one because I thought everyone gelled so well together. And we were in character. We're making fun of each other, just insulting <laughs> each other in character. It was great. I, I had so much fun on that show. I think uh, even when I was – I wasn't on this podcast yet as a regular, but I think even on Retro Obscura, we had done like a – I think I had done like a little bumper for both of you guys. Yes, yes. For Genesis Gems and for that. Two Dudes. And I, I, did my, I did an impression of Michael Kelso from Two Dudes. It was so good. <laughs> You guys are like, I think you did it with Paul, right? And he's like, I like that yeah. Sonic guy. He's that like, Sonic. I like that Sonic. 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 He goes Sonic. fast and collects strings. <laughs> hey, Justin. What's up, man? You heard about that uh, Genesis Gems podcast? You mean the blast processing? You know it. So much better than the NES. I can't believe that we're not doing a show about it. What's that uh, blue character they got? So fast. Collects rings. He's amazing fast. Uh, I think his name is Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, I like Sonic. He's pretty cool. Yeah, he's, he's pretty awesome. I think you should listen to this podcast instead of ours. Yeah, stop wasting time. Listen to the Genesis Jams. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. This is Aaron. And Paul. From the Retro Obscura podcast, the eternal pranksters of retro gaming. Right, Paul? Yes. And you are listening to Genesis Jams. I think Paul says like snailed it in one of them too. Oh, that's great. <laughs> well, and 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 leading up into that episode, we were I mean, we were just trashing each other on each other's Facebook page. It actually got to the point where uh I, I can't remember uh the gentleman, but uh he, he actually was like getting mad at me cuz I was just trolling real bad on two dudes and an us and oh, like yeah. someone finally had, someone finally had to say, "Hey, they're actually friends. He's just giving him a hard time." <laughs> it's it's like wrestling, you know? Yeah, yeah. You got your, you know, character, you know. It's real to me. <laughs> oh, sorry, Aaron. <laughs> have you guys ever seen that clip on youtube of the the guys like the way you guys injured your bodies it's real to me <laughs> you have to see it like this guy's like the biggest wrestling fan i'm not gonna use the word he said at the end but uh yeah oh man you have to look it up this poor guy there's like this row of wrestlers like big time wrestlers and uh i guess they're in the audience and they're asking him questions and the guy was asking one of the wrestlers, like, you know, did it hurt when so and so did this to you? And they're like, it's it's not it's not real. Or <laughs> <something> <laughs> like that. And that, that was his response. That's awesome. That's funny. Um, I I think, and we we've done, you know, Rob's like the master of writing skits, and I, I know no you never bra- I know you never bragging yourself, but the stuff he 
comes up with is just fantastic. Um, but I have to say, my favorite skit had to have been the Beavis and Butthead episode. Ah, uh, that's uh, my favorite. Yeah, so Michael Kelso was on that with us, with Rob and I. And uh, I think my favorite part was Landon doing the doing the Tom Anderson. <laughs> I mean, he, oh my gosh, I mean, he had the best impersonation of Tom. And, the, and the, the real problem was was me being Butthead, because Rob actually could do Beavis and Butthead better than I could do either one of them. Oh, get out of here. So I'm sitting here trying my best to do a, a butt head and I can't quite get there. So Rob, Rob's the best butt head in the world. Oh no but way, I, no way. But uh, that that skit was so much fun because it was just it was so perfect. And you know we'll we'll, we'll go to that here in a few minutes. But I, I love the premise of it that like you know kind of went forward and in, into the future and we're we're working at a burger place trying to make money for more Genesis games. And just, I, it was so funny. I, I just, I thought that was perfect for that episode. So. But yeah, well, um, so you said that was your favorite too, Rose? Yeah. I've, I've always liked that one because, you know, for, for that, for that reason, like, uh, I don't know. I, I thought everyone did really, really well in the skit and stuff. We have devolved as uh, people. <laughs> we're, we're, we're still working at a fast food restaurant and the only reason we're doing it is to buy Sega games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that, one, that one was a lot of fun. <laughs> Welcome to Burger World. Can I take your order? Say, haven't I seen you boys before? Uh, probably. <laughs> you sure do look like them two hooligans that painted my cat that time. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll take a number two with the dot sprite. <laughs> number two. <laughs> Plop. Whoa! Check it out, a dead rat! Whoa, <laughs> dude, put it in the fryer. <laughs> fryer! Fryer! Uh, here you go, sir. Enjoy your number two. <laughs> well, thank you, boys. Boy, I tell you what, it sure is nice to see two young men work so hard. Reminds me of the good old days back on the farm with Bessie and Mr. Wiggles the pig. <laughs> yeah, we're saving up for Sega games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and tickets to Guar. Well, good luck to the both of you. Whoa, it's Todd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's cold. Shut up, pukes. I ain't got it all day. I want a slopper with cheese for Jolene here, and I'll take a number two with chocolate shake. <laughs> Shut up! You two punks still working here, so you can buy more Sega games? When are you going to wake up and play some real games? Jolene and I both have an Xbox 720, a PlayStation 9, and a Wii Z. Whoa! Here's your meal, sir. Give me that. You punks need to grow up and quit wasting your time with those ancient games from the 90s. Oh, and by the way, this burger tastes like crap. <laughs> Whoa, Todd's cool. Yeah, really. <laughs> hey, you know what? What's that? The future's gonna be cool. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and another one is the Sonic the Hedgehog episode. I had so much fun on that one. Just just coming back, like, I felt like I came back home. You know, like, I, I'd been gone from the show for a while. And I remember episode 9, you were clicking with uh, Kelso quite a bit. And I was like, you got, you got jealous. I, remember I did. I was jealous. like, he likes him. Is this like another podcast, Clicking with Kelso? Oh. <laughs> yeah, kicking it with Kelso. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, Hanging with Mr. Cooper. <laughs> 
Yeah. Hey man, it's me, Nick. Nick! Dude, it's been a while. Here, grab a seat. Hey, thanks. Uh, just wanted to check up on you, man. I've not gotten to see you. You uh, doing all right these days? Oh, great, man. Great. Just great. I've been so busy with projects. Worked to death, man. Oh, oh, let me show you my latest invention. Check it out. Now, I gotta warn you. It's just an edible Ninja Turtle prototype. But I call him Macaroni Mikey. Took me about two weeks to get the shell right. Oh, uh, wow. That, that's something. Are you sure you're okay, man? Oh, great, man. Better than ever. You know, at first it was tough being away from the retro gaming community, but I'm okay, really. You know, it, it, I bought me a new place closer to the city. I'm about to release my macaroni turtle toy line. Hopefully, if things really take off, I can quit one of my day jobs. Uh, Rob, why don't you work for me? I'm bringing Gems back. Gems? Man, I haven't heard that name in a long time. I appreciate it, man, but I just don't have it anymore. I can't even beat Sonic nowadays. I'm washed up, man. I'm a bum. Bum? Do you know who you are? You're Rob Luther. Hoser Rob Luther. I've got some Genesis games and some Mountain Dew. All I need from you is one thing. What? The Eye of the Tiger. Again. But I... Again. Dodge those robot animal things. I I'll try, but... There is no try. Again. Take this! Good. Now Streets of Rage. Fine. Now Golden Axe. You got it. Street Fighter. You win. Perfect. That's all you got? Now the ultimate test. No god. There, I beat it. Rob, you're ready. What do you say? Want to be my Genesis Gym wingman again? Well, I don't know. Uh, I'll do most of the work. I'm in. Yeah, and then I, I don't know how it was received, but uh, the only skit I ever wrote was when, when Rob was taking his break and Aaron came in. When I, I did the whole spoof on The Office where Michael was, you know, was, was kind of my assistant manager and he had to tell Rob to get out of there. Yeah, he, he told me to get out. Yes, come in. Hey, man. You got a second? Actually, no. I'm trying to promote the podcast. Go ahead, head over to the front office, chat with our regional manager, Michael Scott. He can take care of anything you need. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, hey, Michael. Uh, Nick had the idea that I should talk to you. I have an idea. Why don't you leave right now? Why don't you walk away from the room, okay? <laughs> That's a good one, Michael. <laughs> this is not a joke, okay? was offensive and lame, so double offensive. This is an environment of welcoming, and you should just get out of here. <laughs> Seriously, Michael, you're killing me here. <sighs> you are the silent killer. Go back to the annex. Wow, are, are you serious? Why are you being like this? 
Why are you the way that you are? Honestly, every time I try to do something fun or exciting, you make it not that way. I hate so much about the things that you choose to be. Well, I guess I'll be taking a break. Probably head to Costa Rica and work on my project or something, huh? Later that day. Hey, Michael, do you have any clue where Rob went? I can't find him. No! Good grief, Michael. Settle down. I guess we'll just have to go on without him. Could you at least try to be his friend next time? I tried. I tried. But that is like trying to be friends with an evil snail. I feel like I'm dying inside. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had a good time with those. And I was just going to say, I really like the, the Road Rash 2 skit you put together, too. Oh, yeah. That one was fun, too. I love the fact that, like, I can write something and you guys can make it so much better by just, like, ad-libbing and stuff. I, I, I love that. I love that. That's my favorite thing about, one of my favorite things about podcasting, because you can plan certain things, but certain things just happen, you know, by by chance or... <laughs> the best part of that Road Rash skit was when uh, the, all the sound effects you did when I hit Kelso. <laughs> <laughs> He like blew up for a whole minute. <laughs> I'm not sure if anyone if anyone actually caught that. It took me like I listened to it and I thought that was a long explosion. But the more I thought about, it, I'm like, oh, he's really trying to prove the point that we just really got Kelsey. <laughs> yeah. What I did was I I uh, did like an echo effect on the explosion, and I just made it like loop over and over and over again, so it just looked like he kept blowing up. <laughs> oh, that was so yeah. Good. That was so good. <laughs> and then I love uh, I love the at uh, the very end uh, where Aaron goes. Uh, Man, where have you been? And you just go, traffic. <laughs> I loved it. That was so fun. Oh, Hicks, 15 minutes late for Genesis Gems. Am I going to have to carry this show yet again? Yeah. Hey, man, uh, we're about to record our Road Rash 2 episode. Are you coming? Rob's not going to be there, is he? Uh, I'm not seeing him. Sweet. I'll be right there. Hey, fellas, check out the Sega Clown. Looks like the type of nerd who records podcasts about video games, am I right? I think it's time we introduce him to our favorite club. What do you say? Take this, Genesis jerk. I'll be taking that. I'll take off. Pull over! Huh? Pull over! Oh, it's Cardigan. But thanks for noticing. Hey, killer boots, man. Pull your vehicle to the side of the road. Sir, I would. But it looks like you're about to hit a blue Ford Probe. What? Almost there. Wait, who's that? Oh no, it's Kelso. Hey Justin, check out this sweet chain I just stole from Viper. It's mine now. Take this, Hosehead. Dude, it's about time. What took you so long? Traffic.
I, I think one of my uh, it was kind of confirmation that Aaron, Aaron and I were really clicking. Um, I really, really liked our. Uh, you know, it was kind of the first one we did was was the Gunstar Heroes. Um, oh, good show! I really, really, yeah, really love that uh, show with Aaron. You know, of course, the Gunstar is you know, one of the best games that Genesis brought out. But it just it, like like I mentioned earlier, it was just real flowy. Everything sound. I, I felt like I don't know. I just felt like it was it was natural. And Aaron was like, I'm not saying this is like destiny, but yeah, Aaron was just kind of meant to be on the show. So yeah. episode 24, Gunstar Heroes, was 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 a real special one too. I think. I'm your density. Density. I mean, I saw someone write down. Was it a? Uh, oh, Ed, Ed Wilson. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, he, he, was he referring to the George, the George McFly thing? Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, that was good. But yeah, th- th- those are, I mean, there's so many good memories. I mean, so many good memories. I think another one stands out to me uh, was actually the one right before that. I think my all-time favorite episode, if I had to pick one, uh, would be the NHL 94 episode. Just because that game was so special to me, and I think, I think we did it justice. That's my biggest thing. You know, some of these games, they were so, so special to us. You know, when we do an episode about one of those, you know, one of our picks, we want to do it justice. And I think that was one I think you and I both did as much respect to that game as it deserves. And uh, I don't know. I, NHL was one of those games that really kind of changed my life. And it's it's kind of, I know it sounds a little melodramatic to say a game did <laughs> that, but it did. So I, I always look back out of all of them. I think that's my favorite. And and the cool thing about that, I think probably was a few weeks before we recorded that. That that was one of the second times I came down there. And we actually got to play that. Yeah. At the, uh, retro at the retro gamer. So we we kind of had a. It was just kind of neat to have a little precursor. Of course, you you whipped me pretty good. No, I'll give you that. Well, uh, that remember that first game you got me. <laughs> well, you had a bad controller, if you remember. <laughs> right, right. Uh, of course. Did I, did I tell you guys about my experience with that game? No. I used to play it against my, my brother, uh, my brother Gordon. He's my oldest brother. Uh, he's 38 or 39 now. And, uh, yeah, so we would play that when I was a kid. And, uh, of course, he, he knew video games better than I did at that point. Uh, especially, like, I was good at other games, but when it came to, like, NHL, we would play NHL 94, and, uh, you know, I'd hear the, the whistling noise and the, you know, the, the scoring sound. <laughs> And I, and I thought I was racking up points. I thought I was beating my brother for once. And it turned out I was scoring on myself. And I'd scored on myself like five times in a row. And I'm like, I'm good at this game. That's and uh, he was just laughing hysterically. He's like, yeah, Aaron, you're doing great. <laughs> Keep it up. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And I, and I just confirmed it. Um, our, our top downloaded episode is the NHL 94, which kind of it, it, it shocked me. It kind of didn't. Yeah, because I figured everyone would be more for non-sport titles but it, it has one more one more download than uh road rash 2 so like our top five episodes number one's uh, nhl 94 number two is road rash 2 number three is gunstar heroes number four is the revenge of the shinobi and number five is jurassic park wow those are our top those are our top five episodes right now so i mean that's mm. that was pretty neat well you know some people think your skit on nhl 94 was <laughs> really good, so maybe that's part of <laughs> that was uh, i forgot about it, that well, I clicked that link. I don't know if he told you. I clicked that link, and uh, Josh actually joined that forum and replied to it. Oh, he did? What did he say? Oh, well, He said, it's all real. I can't remember <laughs> like, now. He talks about his career too much in the beginning. I got to go find this now that we're talking about it. Oh, Here it is. Lord. Okay. I, I found the link because we, we talked about that again on the uh, Red Rash. Okay, yeah. yeah. Here it is. This is Josh's. 
So, so I'll, I'll read the, the guy's first comment. He goes, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and naturally I search for NHL 94 podcast. I found this new episode of Genesis Gems about NHL 94. I don't know if it's any good or not. The first few minutes are not, because the host talks a bit too much about his minor hockey career. <laughs> but I assume it gets better after that. So, jo- so Josh, after we send the link, comes back and says, the episode was actually really entertaining. It made me think of the Mighty Ducks for some odd reason. Dot, dot, dot. Oh, oh, Josh. I, I, he didn't even tell us he did that. I just happened to click. Because every, every now and then I'll, I'll just Google Genesis Gems to see if we pop up on any forums like that. And uh, <laughs> I found that again. That's great. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, that that cracks me up. He must have thought my coach was a jerk then. I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded real familiar, though. That coach yours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I've heard him somewhere. <laughs> All right. Well, um, just for the sake of time, you know, I think we'll probably have more podcasts like this in the future. We'll probably have to wrap up all of our favorite memories of the show. But um, well, can I ask you one last thing about it? Sure, sure. All right. If so, I, I the NHL '94 was my favorite. If you had to pick one that was your personal favorite, what would it be? Oh man, um, it it definitely. I have a, a lot of favorites, but I I think it's definitely as of late was probably Road Rash Two. Just because it was all four of us together, yeah, we we, we kind of it's kind of when we decided to bring Josh in. Yeah, I don't know. I think we had a, we had everybody on on the zero tolerance episode also. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, Josh was on. Yeah, he was. He was on Red Rush too. I don't know what I was thinking, but um, I really, really, really liked that one. I just kind of it was a good game. I think we were all clicking there, and it was. I'll be honest, I was a little nervous having four hosts because I was like, how's this gonna? Are we gonna talk over each other? But that nah, it worked out perfect, and I, I couldn't have been more happy. So I think just as a as a as a podcast, that was probably my favorite. Now, as far as favorite games go, um, you know, I, I definitely Gunstar Heroes, Earthworm Jim. Uh, I was going to say Streets of Rays, but that wasn't a Jim's episode. But uh, <laughs> those those two games are probably uh, two of the favorite games we've covered um, so far for me. I know one of my favorite episodes that I wasn't on. It was it was my first appearance because I I, uh, I think I threw in like a guest. Uh, what was it, X-Men, where I did a, a oh, guest yeah, recording? Yeah. I have great memories of that game. It's not my favorite game on our list of stuff we covered, but uh, I think it was uh, the first episode I really remember from the original run. Like I've gone back and listened to the episodes now, but that's the one I really remember because I, I uh, gave my own opinion and sent it in to you guys. Uh, I remember but that, yeah. Yeah, and, and I, I loved uh, being on X-Mutants with you guys because it was just like, Man, like these guys are really cool. Like I really like being on this show, and I didn't think that. Like I was like, man, I hope I get to come back sometime because this is just this is a lot of fun. And uh, you know, we just just clicked, and it just felt it felt good. Like I was just talking to a couple buddies, and I think I even told you guys that. Uh, and, and then uh, you know, having all four of us on, I'd already known Josh. I, uh, I know you weren't on the episode, Rob, but I was talking to to Nick, and I said, you know, I knew Josh. Back from the uh, back from the retro gaming roundup forums uh, and their live news segment, and so I'd already talked to him and uh, knew he was a really cool guy. And so getting to be on a podcast with him and with you guys together uh, in a in a retro gaming sandwich of sorts, <laughs> uh, it, it was just awesome. And so like you know zero tolerance, and then of course Road Rash Two. Uh, Road Rash Two was just a lot of fun because it's already kind of a funny, goofy game uh, that d- doesn't try to take itself too seriously. So uh, that that was probably my favorite episode lately as well. Uh, but you know, I I loved uh, the the games where you had to dig a little deeper, like uh, Shadow Run. Yeah. Uh, 
So, you know, like my favorite game on the list would probably be uh, stuff like Gunstar Heroes, Earthworm Jim, uh, Shadowrun. Uh, heck, even just doing the Mickey episode just now. And yeah, doing, yeah. Hi, guys. You know, just, <laughs> He's back. He's back. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I enjoyed uh, doing the Mickey voice. The, the Nick DeMarco was like, I wonder who that is. <laughs> he knew that. He knew exactly who it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's very cool, man. Hey, hey, yeah. I, I'm proud. I'm happy to do a show with you guys. So, Rob, did you have a? Did you already pick yours? Your favorites? I went with the NHL one, and I, if okay, I could pick okay. one of my favorites that I wasn't on, I'd probably have to say, oh gosh, I. You know what? I really liked the Gunstars, the Gunstar Heroes episode, the one right after that, because I remember listening to that. Kind of wishing I was back, you know, but, uh, you know, life got really, really busy. Um, and I remember thinking, wow, they play really well off each other. And I said, uh, you know, if, if I could pick anyone that, you know, could keep the ball rolling and stuff, uh, Aaron could do it. You know, of course, and you too, Nick, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm all right. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could, I could do the solo podcast thing and, you know. Hey, there you go. Nick, you could. Man, if you I could, you could, uh, come around and sometimes you know, yeah yeah you could edit the show for me that, that <laughs> would be a lot no, just, thank you rob i appreciate it of course man <laughs> yeah if i did a solo podcast that'd be a train wreck uh it is so hard to talk alone have you guys ever tried doing an episode alone i, I yeah it feels like you're just talking to yourself like you're in an echo chamber yeah yeah and and even when i when i did the uh streets of rage intro um because we didn't actually cover that on episode sixteen, we, I did, a, I did an intro to Streets of Rage, and then it cut over to the uh, Retro Junkie Super Show that I was on when we talked about Streets of Rage. I talked for like a minute, maybe, and I, I, I must have recut that like six times because <laughs> I, I was so nervous just talking by myself and then trying to sound not like a robot. Yeah, I'm kind of, mo- I'm kind of monotone anyways when I talk, so it was just like, oh, that doesn't sound good. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> I just kept recutting and recutting it, and it was, it should have been the easiest episode I ever edited, but it turned out being one of the most difficult. <laughs> it's tricky, man. I know what yeah, you mean. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, um, you want to go on to the Christmas memories? Let's do it. Sure. Let's do it. All right. Um, basically, I, I had two big memories. Um, Really, before I go on, I want to ask you all a question. Uh, why was Santa's little helper depressed? <laughs> I don't know. He had low elf esteem. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, um, my two big Christmas memories, uh, my first one was when I got the Genesis, and the uh, second one was when I got the Dreamcast. Um, I'll, I'll talk about the, the Genesis first, and uh, then I'll go into the Dreamcast. But the uh, the year I got the Genesis, I, I had to think back a little bit. I believe it was 96 was the year I got a Genesis. Um, a, a friend of mine was actually selling his, and my parents gave me a little ex- early Christmas money to, to get the Genesis. So I, I, I picked it up, at, and it was so funny because I think I paid like $40 for it, and it came with uh, X-Men 2, Vector Man, uh, Sonic 2, and, and I believe, what was the other game? Um, I can't remember. But um, one of the things I ended up getting for Christmas, brand new, was was the six-pack. And... um. And man, that cartridge is so awesome. Uh, I don't know if you all have that. I actually I had I've rebought yeah, it three, three times. Got a copy. And uh it kind of uh I don't want to say introduced me to Streets of Rage because I've seen it, but that, that was that was when I really, really got into Streets of Rage. So I I got that. And of course I I dabbled with Sonic, I dabbled with Altered Beast and uh but man, Streets of Rage was so special to me. Um that was a point in my life where I just got a guitar. 
I just started to kind of appreciate music. Um, and I always loved beat em up games, so the gameplay was just natural. But gosh, hearing that music, and and that's when I first started. You know, the internet was just kind of coming on. And that's that's the first time I ever researched um, about a game being developed. And and reading about you know Yuzo Kishiro, I was just I was blown away by this guy. And I, I never I really wasn't into like dance music or, or hip hop or anything, but those tunes were so catchy. And what he was doing with that with the hardware was just so awesome. And it really from that point forward, music and video games to me meant much more. And then of course I uh, after I beat that, uh, a friend of mine had Streets of Rage two, and I was like I'll give you ten dollars for that game. <laughs> and I got Streets of Rage two, and you know from from then on I just became a huge fan of, the, of that franchise. But that was really my probably my favorite Christmas memory was just getting the six pack. Um, you know, like I said, the Sega was kind of on its way out in '96. <laughs> you know, all the all the other systems were coming out. I even already had a PlayStation at the time, but uh, you know, my, my parents always saw me. I'd play the, the PlayStation, but I'd always go back to my Super Nintendo, and my Nintendo. It was just always, I don't know. Like at, at times, I wanted to put them up, but part of me was like, I just love these games so much, and I wasn't trying to be cool. I wasn't trying, you know. Most of the kids made fun of me because I always had that stuff still hooked up, and they're like, Why do you play that when you have the PlayStation or the 64? I'm like, I don't know. I just I love these games, and I it's something I never wanted to let go of, and and. You know, it was so weird getting the Genesis at a at later in life and appreciating it at, at, at that point. Uh, it really meant a lot. And I actually, you know, I played the Genesis a lot before that. My one of my best friends down the street had a Genesis, and we played a whole lot of sports talk baseball and the wrestle uh, wrestling games, Royal Rumble and Raw and stuff. But until I got it later on in the cycle, I mean, I just it, and I'm, I'm you know this is a Genesis podcast, and I'm not saying I like the Genesis better than Super Nintendo or vice versa, but I, I love that era. I, I love the 16-bit era so much, and I, I never, I, I never lost track of that. Every time I go to a new system, I always was playing some type of 16-bit system, but whether it was the Super Nintendo or Genesis, it, it probably is my favorite gaming era of all time. So, um, and that was kind of my 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 memory of that. Uh, before I go to the Dreamcast, I, I want to let you all go because I've been talking too much here. So, um, do, do you guys remember? Did you get a Sega for Christmas or a Genesis for Christmas, or was it something else? Or sure, yeah. Uh, I want to say I, we went straight from having an NES to having a Sega Genesis, and I think we got that for Christmas. And uh, you know, I, I've talked about this before. We we were kind of poor. Uh, my parents were going back to college at that point. Like my mom was going for her master's. My dad was trying to finish getting his bachelor's degree. Uh, and, and so whenever the Genesis came out, uh, I just remember, you know, we didn't have a lot of money, um, but we were fortunate enough to, uh, I don't know, it, it came out and my parents just, uh, were nice enough to go, you know what, they really want this thing. And I, I had, you know, I, I'd already loved video games by that point. Like, early pictures of me, you can see me in, in a diaper playing an NES, NES controller in my head. Um, so I was already hooked from a very young age. And I was one of five kids, uh, the youngest. And we were definitely hyped for the Sega Genesis. I don't think we got it. The year of release, though, and, and it, it would be hard for me to remember. I think we got it in, like, 1990, uh, right around when Sonic the Hedgehog was going to come out. But the first things I remember are just being so excited when we had it. Um, I, don't, mm, I don't know if I remember Christmas morning, but I will tell you, I definitely remember Christmas when we got the Sega CD because it was like the most mind-blowing thing uh, because it was the Model 1 and, you know, plugged into the bottom of your Sega Genesis. And, man, that thing just blew me away because you'd open up that box and it just 
came with like 11 CDs. <laughs> You're just like, what is all this stuff? <laughs> and like you, you get all this music and then you get like the, it's almost like the, the Sega six pack, but it was four games on a CD and it was Streets of Rage, Columns, Revenge of Shinobi, um, and then uh, Golden Axe. And so like just four arcade quality games right there uh, on, on one disc. And then you got a copy of uh, Soul Feast, which had like this awesome F&B intro. And you had Sherlock Holmes, which, you know, just like, oh, man, I'm seeing it's like I'm watching TV, but I get to play it. And so, <laughs> like that was that's what it felt like. And then getting to play all um, one of the my first major RPG experience was Lunar or Lunar on the Sega CD, and it was the very first RPG I ever beat. Um, I tried playing Fantasy Star 2 uh, as a kid, but uh, I couldn't get anywhere, and I tried playing Dragon Warrior and Final Fantasy on NES, and they were just too complicated. But for some reason, I stuck with Lunar, and I, I beat that game when I was, uh, I was either six or seven years old. <laughs> that was the first RPG I ever beat. <laughs> and so I just have you know, just such fond memories of uh you know I, I think we even took pictures or something of us playing the sega cd and playing the sega genesis i remember uh playing streets of rage 2 for the first time um and just being blown away by the graphics and the music like like you were saying uh nick and just i just have such fond memories uh especially around christmas time because it was like Christmas is when we got the, the Sega Genesis, when we got the Sega CD, even when we got the 32X. <laughs> and say what you will about the 32X now, but getting that as a gift for Christmas uh, when it came out it was awesome because it was right before, it was right around you know when Sony was trying to push the PlayStation, whatever. And then we had this thing that you could hook right into your Sega Genesis and get these cool graphics and get Star Wars, which was just awesome. That's kind of my memory. <laughs> That's awesome, man. You know, it's it's funny. I think I think we can all agree that you know the the Genesis was definitely like a sentimental system for us. Uh, my first system, my first love uh, was definitely the N Nintendo Entertainment System. I remember getting that uh, the Christmas in nineteen ninety, uh, and I kind of, of course, it was still it was my first system, so I, I loved it for that reason too. But um, I kind of associate a lot of the games and the systems that I had when I was a kid with the things that were happening in my life at that time. And when I got the Nintendo, uh, the regular Nintendo, um, my mom and my dad were still together. And the one of the my fav favorite memories when I was playing Batman with my dad, you know, when we first set up my Nintendo, the reason it's so special to me because it was one of the last times we were together as a family. Uh, and, and, you know, I always associate that game and that system with those memories there. You know, it's just a good time. And I remember a year later, uh, for the Christmas of 1991, my mom and my dad had uh, unfortunately split up at that point. And my dad would still come in. We, we still lived, I guess, in my mom's house. My dad would still come in and visit us every now and then. But, you know, it was a hard time. And I remember it was, um, I was probably six or seven, maybe, yeah, six or seven. And my sister was a little bit younger. And I think she didn't quite know exactly what was going on yet. But I knew, you know, it, it was it was kind of a sad time, you know, with with your dad being gone, and um, <clears throat> I remember for Christmas I asked for a Sega Genesis, not really thinking I'd get one, and sure enough, uh, mom and dad, I mean, even though they were split up, um, they both went in together and got us a Sega Genesis, and it came with Sonic Two, 
Uh, what else? Oh, my dad, he's a big baseball fan. He got me Roger Clemens, MVP Baseball, and Ghostbusters for the Sega Genesis. Um, and, you know, he, he came in for that day, that Christmas day. He Once again, he set it up for me, and uh, this time it was in the living room in um, downstairs. And I remember seeing the Sega Genesis, and I had seen it one time over my friend's house. I saw Sonic the Hedgehog for the first time over there. So I already knew how great it was, but just to have your own system was awesome. And uh, I, I remember we played uh, Sonic 2. My dad and I, we tried everything out. And, um, you know, after Christmas, like, the, the, the main thing I, I love about the Genesis, kind of, it's a similar situation as the Nintendo. Um, the Genesis, kind of, it's all I played for, for a while. And, it, you know, anytime I was feeling kind of down, and I, I know I sound dramatic here, but it's, it's the truth. Anytime I felt down when I was a kid, I'd fire up my Genesis or my Nintendo, you know? Those were the two consoles I had for years. I mean, it. I, I'd say from 1990 to 95, those were the only two I had. Uh, and then eventually I got the Super Nintendo, I think, in late 95. Um, so, you know, I just associate all those different memories, you know, with, with those two different systems. And that's why I love them so much. Um uh, but yeah, the Sega Genesis, I remember I had gotten it in Christmas in 1991, and I just remember loving it so much, and uh, uh, and I remember being so ridiculously frustrated with Ghostbusters for the Sega Genesis, but you know, anytime I was feeling kind of down, I'd just cut on the Sega Genesis for, for an hour or two, get uh, either real, real frustrated at uh, Roger Clemens' MVP baseball because I was horrible at it, or you know, have a good time with Sonic the Hedgehog, and you know... He, he, no matter what, when I cut that system back off, I was I was in a much much better mood than when I cut it on. So, <laughs> so you know th that's yeah. kind of my thing with the Sega. You know, it was kind of like that uh, that that friend that when you're feeling lonely, that was kind of like your friend. I I know that sounds stupid, but <laughs> it's the no, truth. it's no, it's so true. It's like I I I kind of felt like an outcast as a kid, and uh, having video games was totally an escape for me, and that's kind of why I think it became my biggest hobby. When I was a kid and even, you know, getting to be an adult uh, is just that, I don't know, like the video games, I was just able to make such a connection with them for yeah, some reason. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you, you do associate memories and especially if, if you didn't have the best childhood, you cherish the, the things that stick out that were positive in your life. And, you know, not to get sappy, but man, Sega and video games, those were some of the happiest times in my life. Yeah, and, well said, and, man. You know, yeah, and and you had some great things to say too. And I, I you know, I just I feel the same as you do there, where it's like, you know, you you, you cherish the memories you where you got to spend time with siblings or, or with parents. And, you know, sometimes it was bonding over video games. It was just you know, just something simple. And, you know, maybe they didn't think too much of it because it was just something to spend time with their kid, but it's something that you remember. Yeah, and then I, I can definitely get sappy too. Um, you know, when I was a kid, especially gosh, in middle school and high school, I, I was I don't want to say I was backwards, but I, I was I was very a nervous person. Like all, all the time, I was scared to death. I was gonna get bad grades. I I used to like 
I almost have little panic attacks when I would be late for school, just weird things like that. So a lot of times in the evenings when I was out of school, you know, I was just a nervous wreck. And I don't know why. I, it eventually went away in life, and I'm not that way as much anymore. But uh, I would play video games in the evening time, um, especially in the winter. You know, I, I played a lot of sports as a kid. So when the, when the cold months came about, I mean, it was just, you know, I, I live in an area where we see every season. We see winter, we see hot summers, blah, blah, blah. But um during that time and, and just trying to calm down myself knowing that the video games were just were just a good release you know I, I could really get lost in those worlds they created and, mm-hmm. and that, that and getting into that and, and knowing that that was kind of my release I, I started to pay attention to video games a little bit more um, even now when I have a bad day at work I mean when the kids go to bed I'm like I'm either <laughs> playing a video game for the next three hours or I'm gonna play music for the next three hours so it's just it's just like mm-hmm. s- such a good release that you just kind of get lost into it and it, it really helps to calm my nerves down like oh, I said yeah. I don't have those I don't have those crazy panic attacks like I used to but that that kind of that always kind of calmed me down it, well, just, it yeah. just got me in a nice level yeah, well, you know, that, that's the beauty of games, too. I mean, because they just cheer you up. You know, that, that's the whole point. It's a game, you know. It's, it's one thing that, you know, you can escape from the real world, world for a little bit and get lost in a game. And, you know, before you know it, uh, you, you're feeling pretty pretty happy. I, I don't know. And that could be any kind of game. But yeah, I think that's just the beauty of it. And I think that's why we do what we do, you know. I, it's it's just like uh, for, for other people, it might be sports or working out. For us, it's it's games. That's what cheers us up. It's what we love. Um. And, and just one more Christmas memory. I, I've got to talk about my Dreamcast. Um, getting the Dreamcast was when I realized I was a bit of a fanboy. Um, <laughs> be, before I go into actually receiving the Dreamcast, I I would not let go of the hope of the Dreamcast. We all knew it was dying. We all knew the games were dwindling, but I would not. I would not get a PlayStation Two. I would <laughs> not get it. the Dreamcast was coming back, and I knew it. Man, look it how loyal you are. It was going to be the best system of that generation. And oh, I was so let down. But. <laughs> I mean, I, I remember getting those last games. If you remember some of the last Dreamcast games that were kind of like, in a, instead of the white label, they had the black label. Oh, I remember. That. I mean, I, I was, I was, I bought Quake. Oh, yeah. I bought Quake Three Arena. I'm like, this is the best game. You know, I was like, just, I was all over it. I, I, so I'm you like, were, were you a Sega Saturn hype man, or did you have a PlayStation? I had a PlayStation time? actually. I didn't even know the Saturn was a thing until like oh, a year man. after. You know what I mean? Because we all know the Saturn. There's so many awesome arcade ports on that. Oh, Saturn, yeah. But, yeah, they, but yeah, that that's one a lot of people missed out on because yeah. Sega kind of they, uh, <laughs> they were they're definitely dropping the ball on that one and just yeah. poor marketing and you know letting Sony just get in there and kind of do what Sega was doing to Nintendo, <laughs> you know, as far as marketing went, and Sony was the more aggressive marketing company at yeah. that time. The good thing was my local rental store, um, but got a Saturn and you could rent a Sega Saturn a couple games for like twenty dollars for the weekend. <laughs> And uh, I constantly rented that, and God, I would get like the two most arcade games they had, which was uh, Daytona USA and uh, Die Hard Arcade. Those are uh, two of my favorite Saturn games, and I'd play those all week. But um, get kind of back to the Dreamcast. That, yeah, this, sorry. Go oh, you're, you're, you're fine. I, I just yeah. wanted to, my my Christmas memory. Uh, of course, it was the Christmas of '99 because we all know Dreamcast came out in '99. And uh, I didn't realize I was getting it. I had mentioned that usually. We weren't the most wealthy family in the world, like like you mentioned, Aaron. And I, I usually had to wait a few years for the system to come out to get it. Yeah. And uh, they surprised me with it, and I and I got it. And I, it came with uh, NBA 2K, which I'm still convinced is one of the best basketball games of all time. Uh, Virtual Tennis, uh, House of the Dead, and Ready to Rumble Boxing. Uh, I mean, those, those games. I mean, every one of them were pretty much like an arcade or a sport game. But I had so much. I thought I thought every one of those were the best game ever. Um, and being able to play uh, virtual tennis with four players, uh, that was a blast. Oh yeah, and yeah. having having a console, 
I mean, I know the N64 had already done it, but having a Sega console have four controllers built in was just amazing. Yeah. And uh, and having the VMU, the VMU I mean, especially yeah. playing basketball or playing uh, <laughs> With the stats playing uh, NFL, you know, and having the VMU where you could pick your plays. Yeah. That was amazing. It was like, oh, look, they can't. It's not like playing uh, uh, John Madden or playing uh, Joe Montana. Now they can't see my plays. It's great. Yeah. And and when I got the football game, see that 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 game has a kind of a special thing with me. Um, Randy Moss actually go, went to the same college I went to. Um, it's just twenty minutes down the road from where I live at Marshall University. So him being on the cover of of a football game, you know, because Randy had a he had a bad time. He he wasn't the most well behaved kid. That's why he was at our our small college. And uh, him making it to the pros, coming from this little area, just was the best thing in the world for all of us Marshall fans. So getting that game and having him on the cover and being able to Passed to him, making him the best player of the game was just, it was awesome. But, um, you know, shortly, I believe it was, gosh, when that came out a year or so later, when, whenever I got Shinmu, that just revolutionized everything for me. Shinmu to this day, and I, and I know, I'm, I'm not, I, I am a fanboy of Shinmu. I, I admit the voice acting's awful, the controls don't quite hold up, but that is one of my favorite games of all time. And I will, I, I've beat that game five or six times, I'm playing it right now. And you still haven't played Yakuza, have you? I have not played Yakuza. So <sighs> I'm sorry. I'll, I'll get need, to that. Eventually. If you like Shenmue, you will like Yakuza. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I mean, just I, I bought every weird, obscure game for the Dreamcast. I remember I bought Record of Lotus War uh, based on. Oh, some, that's a great one. Yeah, it it was kind of like a Diablo type. Yeah, game. it was yeah. like Diablo. So I, I was I was digging deep into the Dreamcast library. Uh, there was a like. I can't call it a twin stick shooter because there's no twin sticks, but there's a game called The Expendables. It's kind of set yep. up like it. And I, I, lo- I said I love that game. I don't know. I was so hardcore into that system that I, I would get the games that were unreleased and burn them onto a disc, <laughs> like Half Life like and Propeller Arena, which was a great little uh, arcade uh, prop plane game where you know it would just be like a battle arena and you would be in planes. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. And the the all oh, what was the like the RC toy car game? Uh, toy, yeah. toy Commander was that what it was? Yeah, Toy Commander was, was one of the cool most game. fun experiences and unique experiences to the system, where you would just do all these crazy missions, yep. uh, and fly and and drive these cars. Just every mission was unique, and it's by the same company that put out uh, Echo the Dolphin. And guess what? They put out an Echo the Dolphin game on Dreamcast, and it was great. <laughs> <laughs> so. But yeah, I mean, I I could do a whole podcast on on Dreamcast. Maybe that's a a future for us one day. But I know. But first, we have to cover Sega CD. Yep, yep, yep. That's right. That's right. And I have the hard I have the hardware now, so we can. Do I know. It. All right, we got to do a Game Gear show too. All right. So that that that's all for my Christmas memories. Did you guys have any other Christmas memories involving Sega? Uh, Dreamcast. I I did get it right when it launched, and it was. It was a breath of fresh air because I don't think I'd seen graphics like that up to that point. I didn't have a fancy PC or anything. I think at that time, like, the biggest system pusher was Quake 2. And so if you had a fast enough PC, uh, you could run Quake 2. And, and so, you know, having the Dreamcast come out, it felt leaps and bounds above everything that was yeah, out around yeah. that time mm-hmm. when it came out in 98. And you kind of compared it to the PlayStation, and it was just like, this is the next generation. Yeah. And having uh, Sonic Adventure, uh, we had uh, NHL 2K, we had, uh, I think we had NBA 2K, and I, I know especially, I, I put so much time into Soul Calibur. Yeah. Oh, uh, game. Just that, that game graphically, it still holds up. It's it just, does, it does. Uh, 
you know, some of those games are just timeless. And, you know, there's just a certain magic to the Dreamcast where it felt like Sega had, had gotten it right. And that's why, for some people, the Dreamcast is people's favorite Sega console, even over the Sega Genesis, because that was their console. Maybe that was what got them into Sega in the first place. Maybe they yeah. had skipped out on the Sega Genesis. And the Saturn, of course, you know, it, it, <laughs> people missed out on the Saturn because it was hard to program for, and there were just less, you know, less games that people cared about. It, the the Dreamcast was done right, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Yeah, for me, the only other Christmas memory I, I really can associate with it. Well, actually, there's there's two, uh, but one of them wasn't my Christmas. I remember it was uh, I think the Christmas after, so I think Christmas '92 after I got my Genesis. Um, a family member of mine, I think it was my cousin, she got a Game Gear, and I'd never seen one before. And I remember looking at that, I'm like, oh, it's like a Game Boy, but it has color. You know, I was like, what is this? And, uh, you know, I remember being blown away by that, and I remember being so jealous, um, you know, uh, and that was her Christmas memory because we went over to her house to visit that day. And then another one was in 94 uh, when NHL 94 came out. Uh, that was my first uh, NHL, I guess, EA game for the Sega Genesis. <laughs> and, of course, I wore that thing out. So those two uh, memories in addition to the Sega Genesis were definitely some awesome Christmas memories. Yeah, so we definitely had some pretty. Those are real good memories. I just just me talking about the ones I had. Really bringing. I want to go play my Dreamcast now. But... <laughs> I know. I'm looking at it right now. Just like, I know. I know. <laughs> we had such good memories. I know. And I've 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 sold and rebought the Dreamcast a total of four times now. Every time I sold it, I regretted it. And I went and bought it again. So it you know, just... it, it was also my emulation station for a while. I won't lie. Yeah, I had the I had the Nintendo. I had <laughs> even I had a Sega Genesis emulator for it. I mean, the sound was bad. I would just mute it, <laughs> just play the games like that. Because it ran great. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, guys, if you don't have any more Christmas memories, I'm going to read off the uh, listeners. Sounds good. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. So uh, Rob actually posted a real cool looking picture here. Uh, it, looked, it was a. Uh, I don't know what magazine that's from or what ad it was, but it had some prices. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like a 1991 catalog, I think. Yeah. Sega catalog. Which the prices are hilarious. Street to <laughs> Rage 2, $64.99. Wow. Yikes. I mean, we complain about how expensive games are today. I don't really think I, – I, I think we're better off today than we were. Better. Yeah. <laughs> but um, anyways, we, we posed the question. Um, it, we asked for Christmas memories, whether it be Sega, console game, or any Sega accessory. Sega. I just said Sega. <laughs> Sega accessory you'd, uh, you'd like us to uh, share on the show. So the first one came in from Brian Bowen. Big shout out, Brian. Uh, thanks for all the support, buddy. We really do appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And he said, I got my Sega Genesis with the money I got from Christmas and selling my NES, which I later bought again on December 26, 1989. It was the first system I bought with my own money, and I instantly fell in love. Altered Beast was the pack-in, which was great, though short. Within a week, I needed a second game, and that was Ghouls and Ghosts. I was so blown away by I was so blown away by the game's audio that I spent 20 minutes listening to the music tracks even before playing the game. Played that game to death and loved it. But finding out I had to play the whole game again the second time in order to beat it was a bit of a shock. So that's a, a really awesome memory. Um, Nick Mellon says I was a Commodore 64 and NES owner as a kid. Then my neighbor got a Mega Drive with Castle of Illusion for Christmas in 90/91, I guess. Her parents didn't have a clue how to set things up, so seven-year-old me did it for them. Was my first Sega, that was my first Sega experience. My neighbor and I played Castle Illusion for hours while the rest of the families traded gifts and ate. 
I remember buying my own Mega Drive a few years later and f getting FIFA Soccer. <laughs> Anyways, the uh, the Mega Drive was the first console I could convince my dad to play with me. FIFA and Jonah Lemu Rugby <laughs> were close enough sports that dad would join in. I never played any rugby games. That's no, nice. yeah. Oh, yeah, the rugby game on Genesis is awesome. That's cool. A lot of fun. Yeah, I, I love that he's, uh, he's, he's from Scotland. He actually says the Mega Drive. And... Uh, the rest of us says, my favorite console ever is a Saturn. I got one as a random gift from my parents in the summer one year. I remember finding the stack of games I was getting for Christmas in late November, early December, and I'd sneak them out of hiding place, play <laughs> them, and then put them back whenever I was home alone. Oh, smart. <laughs> uh, his last paragraph here, it's not Christmas, but it's holiday related. I had friends, I had friends around for a 10-player Bomberman game on my Saturn. Uh, we played until 3 a.m. before we realized we missed the midnight fireworks. <laughs> That's really cool. So that was an awesome, awesome memory. Real long and I, I you know, he real, real, uh, real descriptive. Mm -hmm. um, hey, our our buddy James Gruesome hey. says uh, my Sega's my Sega Xmas memories were late in, later in life. Around 10 years ago, my brother gave me a Genesis and some games and kickstarted me playing, collecting and learning to truly appreciate this awesome system. It's awesome. Uh, Gabe Van Giller said, "We got that Hedgehog in Genesis one Christmas, <laughs> and it's been it's been love ever since. I play it nonstop." Um, Nick DeMarco just says, "Hey, you stole that from my store wall, you hosers." I'm assuming <laughs> he means the 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 picture. <laughs> I probably did. <laughs> yeah. And the last memory was from uh, Freddy Velasquez. He says, "I remember one Christmas morning getting Maximum Carnage on the Genesis. It was a cool little red card. I played that game all day. I remember loving that game because at the time Venom was one of my favorite characters." He also had some cool music from Green Jelly, right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they supposedly did the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Well, I, I, I'm a, I'm a huge Tool fan, so the uh, drummer. You are a huge Tool. <laughs> I was saying ah, the same okay. thing. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the drummer from Tool was part of Green Jelly, so that was always kind of funny. Um, so yeah, those are great memories. Um, definitely brings back of. I, I really, I really liked. Um, Nick Mellon's, for, you know, he's saying it's a Mega Drive and you're know, having a rugby game. You know, <laughs> so I think that's, that's really cool. Really cool that he listens Yeah, to. and we actually got that rugby game over here. I was very surprised. Was oh, that right? I never saw that. Yeah, I remember renting it. It was oh, that's fun. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. I, I remember um, a good friend of mine in high school, he, uh, his family is from India. His dad was a doctor. And they had a bunch of cricket games. They were real big into cricket in India. And uh, they would play those like crazy. I'm just, I don't know where they imported them from. They had them on the computer. Well, hey, you got to know They're what a trumpet is to understand like cricket. cricket game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was a cricket game on the NES. Oh, was that right? Yeah, I have no idea how to play it, but I, <laughs> I tried to. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's that's really it for the listeners' Christmas memories, for, for our Christmas memories. Uh, you guys have anything else you wanted to talk about in this podcast? I think we You have. know what? I did want to, well, first, I just wanted to thank the listeners for sticking with us through yeah, all the, the changes um, and just sticking with us and listening and just making us, you know, number one on Podomatic and uh, ah. especially just for hanging in there and participating. Uh, you know, I, could, I couldn't have the Ask Aaron segment without you guys <laughs> asking these cool questions. So cool. So it just cool. wouldn't be as fun. Uh, you know, I, you, you guys are what makes this show so awesome, I yeah. think. Yeah. And uh, I did want to mention one other thing. Uh, so I, I know I'd mentioned this on the page. Uh, but I, I love Sega Genesis music. <laughs> I love making Sega Genesis music, and I've probably said this before. I made a new song, and I want you guys to hear it if you can. Um, I entered it into a. It's, there's a website called Battle of the Bits, 
and you can't vote there, but you can register, and you can actually like my my song there. It's great. Uh, so if you want to do that, please do that. Yeah, that we'll, would be awesome. We'll put the link in the show notes, and uh, as a matter <laughs> of fact, we'll we'll just stick the song right here, so y'all can enjoy Aaron's song. Hey, Sweet. awesome. We did have one new iTunes review, which we really appreciate that. I'm going to read this real quick. It came from Plant Mike. Uh, they submitted this on December 14th. It says, the title says, Genesis Rules. And the content says, great to listen. It's great to listen to retro gamers who are not any SNES fanboys. So, and that was a five-star review. So thank you, Plant Mike. Awesome. Hey, appreciate it. Yep. So that's cool. All right, guys. Yeah, and, and you know what? Just to add to what Aaron said, Beautifully, uh, I just want to thank the the listeners for you know hanging with us because I know it you know we we've had a lot of different lineups, uh, but I, I think Genesis Gems has finally kind of hit its stride, and uh, we we just thank you all for the awesome interaction on the Genesis Gems like group page. It, it's been a lot of fun. I, I really love this show. I, I love all the shows we're a part of, and it's just it's cool to see you know this show become what it is, uh, and that that's thanks to you guys. So yeah, absolutely. I mean. It it, it kind of warms my heart. I don't want to get sappy. Anytime I see a new iTunes review or we get a message from someone, an email or Facebook pages, I I, I love 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 the interaction uh, with you guys. So, and it's been pretty neat because there's a, there's been a few listeners come out who I think one guy in particular said, uh, I, "What was the word?" He said, "I've been lurking for a long time and I'm just now joining your Facebook group." So I thought I thought that was really cool. I I, I, I would encourage anyone else who's listening that would like a our, our community on the Facebook group, you know, there's probably about 160, 170 people in that Facebook group. 
It's very inviting. There's there's no no one gets angry at each other. No one makes fun of each other. If they do, we kick them out. We don't handle any of that. It's a very friendly, safe place you can come to and just kind of hang out with some cool Sega Sega minded people. So we we would encourage you to do that. I I love that group. It's it's just so much fun to post something out there and get all the positive comments. And and anytime I I post the show, I get done editing it and post it. I cannot wait to go copy and paste that link into the Facebook group and just wait for someone to comment. It just, <laughs> it, it, just make, it makes my day so. So much better. So. Oh yeah, and and you know what? Can we? So I think the guy you were talking about wasn't that uh, Yomar Lopez? Yes, yes. Yeah. Would you mind if I read his uh, his comment? Yeah, sure, sure. All right. So he posted in response to our Castle of Illusion episode uh, a few weeks back. Uh, he said, "One of my favorite episodes yet. It took me out of lurk mode <laughs> for Pluto's sake. It's got funny jokes, voice acting, console wars, tech talk." Price guides, foodie love, everything. Keep up the great work, fellow retro junkies. Oh, so, very cool. Man, we really appreciate that. So, you know, that it's just like Nick was saying, it just it makes you feel happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I just I remember how I felt before I podcasted and, and seeing some of my favorite podcasts release new episodes and how excited I was and I'll never I'll never forget. I've told this story a few times when uh the guys over at Factory still read my email. That was the first time my name's ever been mentioned on the podcast. And I, I literally stopped what I was, I was actually, it was so funny. My, my oldest son, who's now six, I think he was about two years old at the time. And I was kind of rocketing to sleep. And as soon as I heard my name, I put him to bed and I ran in and told my wife, they said my name on a podcast. They said my name on a podcast. <laughs> and uh, I, I, mean, I, I flipped a lid. I was so excited. And then, then every week I kind of wrote in and they, they, you know, kind of interacted with them. They actually brought me on to do a small segment with them. And from that point forward, I'm like, I'm going to do a podcast myself. So, I mean, it was just, I remember how that felt for me. So anytime someone even comes close to feeling what I felt, I get excited. It's kind of like passing it on a little bit. So I'm off. I, I love the interaction. It just, it means so much to me. I can totally relate too because I remember, uh, they, I, the retro league, uh, they were doing some kind of Ninja Turtles episode and I wrote in about Turtles 3, the Manhattan Project for the NES. And I remember them actually reading my email on the show. And I, I did the same thing. I played it to my Christabeth. I said, that's me. They're, 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 that's my email I sent in. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I was like, yeah, oh, and I, I remember them. Uh, they, they played one of my songs, Retro League did. Oh, cool. And I didn't even know about it. Someone just told me about it because I, had, I hadn't caught up on their episodes. Oh, that's they're awesome. like, yeah, they just played your song. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I went and listened to it. I was like, wow. Ah, no, I that. No, I got backed up on their episodes too. I, I had heard within the past year they actually mentioned our podcast on there, and I didn't know that. Oh. that's pretty cool. Well, nice guys. Yeah, they are. They are. They're not hosers <laughs> like we are. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, do y'all have anything else to add? I, I, I thought I think this is going to be a good good episode. Yeah, I, I, I think, think we, so too. We just kind of came on and heartfelt, poured our hearts out, and you know we had a. A few good cut-ups in here. I actually have another one here. Um, what do you get if you deep-fry Santa Claus? I don't know. Crisp Kringle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Where do you get these? Did you make this oh, up? I, I, I'm just a genius. Uh, oh, anyways, wow. <laughs> if you guys would like to find us on the web, we are at <laughs> www.genesisgemspodcast.com. 
We are on Facebook at facebook.com slash Genesis Gems Podcast. Please join our Facebook group. All the interaction happens there. It's great. Facebook.com slash group slash Genesis Gems. Send us an email at Genesis Gems Podcast at gmail.com. We are on Twitter at Jim Gems. We are on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. And we are part of the Retro Junkies Network at theretrojunkies.com. Right. <laughs> Snailed it again. Snailed it. Nice. We need to get it. We need to get a t-shirt made that says snailed it. And just has a picture, like a little uh, sprite of the snail from two, uh, Chester Cheetah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, well, what's, that, what's that quote from Chester Cheetah? That, that one that doesn't make any oh, grammatic, grammatical as sense? As is Chester Cheetah way, is one person play or something like that? <laughs> you snailed that. I think you made me say it, You made me uh, quote that in one of the montages. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was for the training episode uh, for Double Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. We got to stop before we... Talk, talk for another three hours. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm bad for that. All right, guys. Well, uh, Aaron, Rob, do you guys have anything else to add? Uh, you know what? What do snowmen like to do on the weekend? <laughs> What's that? Chill out. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, I love you guys. <laughs> all right. Well, we will catch you all later. <laughs> <laughs>